Welcome into Tennessee Talk. I am Noah McKay, joined by my guy Chase Hoke. Follow us on Twitter at TN Talk Pod. Like us on Facebook, Tennessee Talk. Subscribe. Give us five stars on iTunes. If you're listening to us through 1069 Kicks Country and I know, we love you all. Chase, my college graduate friend. That's right, that's right. Congratulations, first Thanks, of man. all. Glad to be back. Second of all, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. And what I want to say is if you don't do what Noah said in terms of liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, shame on you. you know, Honestly. You know who you are. Disgusting. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame. All right. So, let's get right into it, starting with the team from Nashville, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, I thought you were about to say Vanderbilt. No. No. No one really cares about them. <laughs> Unbelievably. Yep. So, the Titans are now 8-6. and six. The Titans will not have a losing record in 26, or 2016. Wow. 2018. Right. We will not. They won against the New York Giants 17 to nothing. Pretty good display of football. Great defensive game there. For sure. The Titans now are still tied for sixth in a wild card, but sit on the outside looking in because they decided to lose to everybody else who's fighting for a wild card right. spot. Yeah. Typical but Tennessee. We'll get into some of the playoff things first later, but first let's talk about this game. Titans went seventeen to nothing. And quite frankly, it's about the same story as last week. It was the Derrick Henry show. Right. Yep. Period. Uh, Derrick Henry goes. 170 yards and two touchdowns on 33 carries. And were we wrong about Derrick Henry? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. We were not wrong. We were 100% correct. Because we sat here week after week and said, he needs to learn how to run like he's 6'3", 250 pounds. These last two weeks, I don't know what's changed, but he has finally decided to run like he's 6'3", 250 pounds, and he has been completely unstoppable. It's like he woke up and said, oh my God, I'm a beast. Like I'm a freak of nature. And, And... I was so I watched this game at, at Buffalo Wild Wings with my brother-in-law, and he said, "See what happens when you give Derrick Henry carries." And I was like, "He's a Cowboys fan," and I was like, "No, he, no, he's not running like this." Earlier this season, when he get touched in the backfield, his legs turned into jello and he fell down. Now he's just powering through because he's like, "Oh wait, these little boys can't tackle me." Right. So no, we weren't wrong about Derrick Henry. No, he's finally doing what we Derrick, said he should do. Derrick Henry's the type of runner where yeah, he you give him carries, he wears the defense down and eventually tires him out. But at the same time. You got to be physical while you're doing that. Yep. And he that he was not doing that up until last week. Yep. Point blank. No, without a doubt. But he had a, he was dominant again. And if he can keep that up, if the Titans can get this sort of sustained play out of their running game, and they can get into the playoffs, the Titans are scary. They just they become a very very scary team because if you think back to last year, they couldn't run the ball against New England in the playoff game. They got rolled out of. Also. If you think about that Kansas City game, a lot of people get caught up in the Mario to the Mario to pass. But Derrick Henry went for a buck thirty in that game, and that was a huge, huge portion or a reason for why they won that game. You have to be able to run the ball in the playoffs in December and January. And right now, the Titans are able to run the ball thanks to Derrick Henry. Um, what blows my mind yeah. is before his you know two hundred thirty eight yard game, yeah. he was sitting at four hundred and seventy four rushing yards. Right, and now after these two explosions. He's at 882. Like, this yeah. man might get 1,000. Oh, he's going to get 1,000. If he doesn't get 1,000, something. And, he, and, he, he should get 1,000 on Saturday. And before his explosion against the Jags, 1,000 wasn't even in the discussion. He, it wasn't even in the realm he, of possibility. He's about to be a 1,000-yard rusher, and he's third in the league in touchdowns. That's nuts. Derrick Henry for MVP. And we're talking about a guy who wasn't even playing 50% of the snaps. No. Derrick Henry MVP. I, I'm just kidding, but... 
No, I mean, but still, like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. But he's gonna be it, he's gonna be AFC Player of the Week again, Offensive Player of the Week again for the second straight week. Right, but what poses a question to me is like, should we be all in on him? No, because I don't. No. I'm I'm like no either. But no. but if he can keep it up, if he keeps it up and we win the Super Bowl, then I'll be all in on Derek. Henry. But one thing I like is Lafleur is finally like, okay, I'm not gonna abandon the run. Screw we're it. not we're not having an Andy yeah. Reid. We're not having the Andy Reid uh, meltdown here. Marcus Mariota went 12 for 20 for 88 yards, and it was a pretty good game. And uh, albeit it was in an absolute monsoon where passing the ball was probably not going to happen. But 88 yards out of a quarterback, he didn't lose the game. That's exactly what you need out of Marcus Mariota. Right. And then I think perhaps the most impressive stat of this game, Saquon Barkley, who's averaging over 100 scrimmage yards a game. He's been an absolute beast. 14 carries, 31 yards. Yeah. What I mean, unbelievable. Can you, can you pull up his receptions? His reception yeah, yards because you know Eli loves checking down to the guy. Yeah, it was not. I mean, I'm pulling it up, but it was not impressive at all compared to what he usually does, which is every week. Yeah, Saquon Barkley four receptions, 25 yards. <laughs> I mean, I, they I mean, shut him down. And I'll tell you right. why. A huge portion of that has been finally the Titans have had this huge problem where the linebackers do not tra- track running backs out of the backfield consistently for years. Rashawn Evans it started out this year really slow. He has been really, really, right. really good the past few weeks. It's almost like he's way better than Avery Williamson, you know? That he's better huge, than Avery That Williamson. huge loss yeah. in the offseason. Huge. Yeah, obviously it's working out for the Jets, too. <laughs> anyway, yeah, shaded Avery Williamson. But Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown have been studs, and then Wesley Woodyard's been solid, too. Uh, Derek Morgan and Brian Arakpo have not been. They look like dinosaurs out there. This needs to be the last year that they're on the team. But Rashawn Evans and it, you, you didn't like that? I mean, no. I mean, They're on the last year of their contract. No, I know that. Bye. I know that. It's Bye. just, I don't know, man. They're Titans. I, I, I would rather see. No, you're getting all my, sentimental. No, my, no, I'm not getting sentimental. My problem is, is if Morgan can stay healthy. You know, because whenever he's really healthy, he's a good player. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Chase, he hasn't been. Yeah, I'm maybe telling not you, this year. Go back. Yeah, it's but, because he's old. But, it's not because he's not. But good. no, he's but old. if he, if, he ta- if you if you're able to get him, I don't know what kind of money Derek Morgan's going to demand. I mean, he's up there in age. But Zero if you, dollars. If, you, if you're able to get him for honestly really cheap, I think he's a great mentor for. Evans and Landry I think that's overrated in the Brown. NFL these days. I think the whole mentor concept on defense is overrated. I, I think you could step in the league and be a good player right now. I don't think you need mentors who are slower than you are. Rashawn Evans will be a better be a better linebacker than Derek Morgan ever was. I'm not arguing. He's that. possibly better right now than Derek Morgan ever was. So why does he need him to be a mentor to him? To teach him. He went to Alabama. They're okay. better mentors than Derek Morgan <laughs> at Alabama. Okay. They're grooming him. Okay. Derrick Henry went to Alabama. He's just now figuring it out. Goodbye to Derrick Moore. Trent Richardson went to Alabama. He couldn't figure it out. Yep. But Rashawn Evans is already better than both of those players have been in their rookie year. I mean, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that fact. So why do they need? To, why do we need to waste money on guys who are never going? Who shouldn't ever see listen, the field? Listen. You can never have too much talent. Disagree strongly. They're not good players. All right, Noah. All right. Whatever. Whatever, whatever you say. Whatever. Just throw them out like they're garbage. Yeah. Just throw them out like they're trash. Thank you for your time. You you were great for the Titans. I'll in let years a Ratko go, but I'd like to keep Morgan. They're great. They were great for the Titans in years past. I'd like to see them on the way out now. Adios. You make me sick. Okay. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> I make you sick. Okay. All right. Anyway, Titans. Moving on. Playoff picture. So the Titans are eight and six. The we, Ravens are eight and six. We're staring down the number two. The seat. Colts are eight and six. Now here's the thing. The Titans make the playoffs in these scenarios. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to get your notepads Well, hold on. Let's start with a huge one. 
The number two seed. Okay. The Titans make get a first-round bye in the playoffs <laughs> in this scenario. Right. We'll go through the realistic part of this scenario first. The Texans lose to the Jags or the Eagles and the Jags. The Eagles just beat the Rams, so they can definitely be the Texans. Right. Okay. The Jags, maybe, but the Jags like to play spoiler late in the year, apparently. But it's doubtful. So Texans have to lose both. The Steelers have to lose one game. Right. Against the Saints and the Bengals. Right. They could definitely lose the Saints. The Ravens have to lose one game to the Chargers or the Browns. They could lose both. Definitely. The Titans have to win out. Right. They have to beat Washington. Right. And then they have to beat... Indianapolis. Now keep in mind, folks. This is for the two seed and the first round bye. Yes, this is this is. And so here far, is everything part. can happen. And here's the part where it's not going to happen. The Patriots have to lose one of their next two home games against right. the Jets and the Bills. Right. The Jets. Sam Darnold, baby. J E T S. You play to win the game. J E T S. Jets. 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 So if the Jets <laughs> win. If the Patriots lose this weekend and everybody else loses, the Titans can have a first-round bye. That's nuts. It's not going to happen. Of but course not, but it could. Let's look at the realistic scenario for the Titans to get the sixth seed and squeak into the playoffs in the AFC. Squeaking in there. Um, and I would actually I'll argue something after this, but the tech, all that has to happen for the Titans, they have to win out. They have to beat Washington. They have to beat Indianapolis. And then either the Steelers have to lose to the Saints or the Bengals – or the Ravens have to lose to the Chargers or the Browns. Right, and I see the one of those teams lose. Both the Steelers and the Ravens are underdogs this weekend. They should lose. And I kind of – so talking about the Patriots, you're talking about the Patriots lose. I think personally the Titans need to be rooting for the Patriots to win, and then we need to become big, big, big fans of the Eagles this weekend against the Texans because if not, if the Texans are the two seed and the Titans are the six seed – we get the honor of going to Foxborough. And I understand that the Titans beat the Patriots by 24. But I Patri- do not want to go New to England, Foxborough. New England and postseason? In Foxborough. Yeah, is completely different animal. No, thank you. The Titans also could win the division if they went out and the Texans lose out. That's – they would win the division. But, you know, like, like we said, the Texans would have to lose to the Eagles and then – The Jags. Yeah, the Jags. So yeah. – I wouldn't count on that. But we need the Texans to get at least the three seed because I don't know who on this planet wouldn't rather go to Houston to beat that, the most overrated team in the history of the league. They are the luckiest team that's ever sat in the two seed this late in the season I've ever seen in my life. Their schedule is unbelievable. It's just cupcake, 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 cupcake. They're going to get worked in the playoffs. That's not a playoff team. They're not. They're going to get worked. Sorry. The Titans will beat them if they play them in the playoffs. Period. They won't be able to stop Derrick Henry. If, the Titans if, will beat them. If Derrick Henry keeps running the way he yes. is and the offensive line, they seem to get well, it Well, I'm telling you right now, the Jack Conklin injury for the offensive line is a blessing because he has been awful this season. Right. He's been absolutely he, awful. He has to take time to get back up yes. to speed. Dennis Definitely. Kelly and Josh Klein are better than him right now. And you know what's crazy? How how valuable was that trade we, J-Rob made oh, for Dennis Kelly? Unbelievable. It's the best thing he's done, arguably. The best right. trade he's done. Right. Oh, I agree because it just happened three years. It just ago. keep it just keeps paying. Yeah, but it was three. Years it just ago. keeps paying dividends. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to have a parade for J. Rob down. I'm still not forgiving him. I know the Titans are doing a little better right now, but he still hasn't done a good job, and I feel like my criticism of him is valid. But anyway, this weekend, Washington's coming to town, led by their fearless Josh Johnson, fearless leader Josh, Josh Johnson. Johnson. 
who just Fun won a game. Who just won a game. He was also the number one pick in the AAF yes. football league, and he decided to stay in the NFL, which apparently was a good decision. Uh, Josh Johnson, number one, ladies and gentlemen, can run. He had forty yards rushing. So that's this is and the Redskins are still in the playoff hunt in the NFC. They're still going to be trying to play. They're not right. good. The Titans are ten point favorites, but they're still in the playoff hunt because they were pretty good with Alex Smith. So this is a game that would it not be the most Titans thing of all Titans things to lose to Washington this week. If you're feeling like you're just, yeah, everybody, we're good. We're just get ready for Indy. You're out of your mind, people. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, do not do that. There's a reason. There's a reason. If you've been on Facebook, you see these ads of Mike Vrabel, you know, trying to get people to come to the games. They, he, he knows. The Titans <laughs> know that we, we need people here. Yeah, I think but, I think it will. I think people will be there. I think it'll be a pretty. It's a Saturday game in the afternoon. Right. No, I think people will show up. But at the same time, like this game's huge, and in football, any given Sunday, man, you can't go out there and be, oh yeah, we're definitely gonna win this one. We lost to the freaking Bills. Yeah. You exactly. Know? Yeah. <laughs> we lost to the freaking Bills. We lost to the Dolphins. We lost to the Bills. We lost. We lost to a bunch of bad teams this year. We've beaten a lot of good teams. We lost to a bunch of bad teams. You hope that they're if you're if the the Titans have been consistently inconsistent. Your hope is. If they were going to find some consistency, the month of December was the time to do it. Last three weeks, they've gotten three wins, and ever since the fourth quarter of the Jets game, they've been pretty consistently good. They haven't played great teams. That's what scares me about the incoming Indianapolis game that we'll talk about next week, is they haven't been consistently good against good teams, or, you know, they haven't... Their play lately hasn't come against good teams. Right. So... That's scary, but they have to take care of Washington. The football ESPN's football power index gives the Titans seventy five percent chance of winning this game. Yay, woohoo! Congratulations. Yeah, but know. I mean, they just got to win. And, and, and obviously, the key is obviously I can't believe I'm saying this: is stopping Adrian Peterson. <laughs> it's saying it like it's two thousand. Adrian Peterson <laughs> has been in the league for forty seven years, and he has nine hundred and twenty three rushing yards. And but look at these stats. So this tells you how great Derrick Henry's been lately. Adrian Peterson has 221 carries for 923 yards and seven touchdowns. Derrick Henry has 178, so 43 less carries for 882 yards, so 30 less yards, and 11 touchdowns and four more touchdowns. And that shows you how just dominant. And before these last two weeks, it would not be that way. So he is 108 yards away from being a 1,000-yard rusher, and Corey Davis is 202 receiving yards. Away from being a thousand yard receiver, we haven't had a thousand yard receiver in a while. Well, since Kendall Wright, yeah, in 2013, that blows my mind. Kendall Wright was, was I w- honestly, receiver. if we were doing a quick trivia, that's not who I would have guessed. No, you would have thought like Drew Bennett or something. No, bro, bro. Yeah, like yeah. I, I've been going way back. Like yeah. I don't know Mason. who I would have said. Bro, that's who I would no, probably Kendall said. Wright. Yep. So, Chase, give me your prediction: Titans Redskins Saturday at three thirty. I'm gonna say Titans win this game, and I'm gonna go twenty four. 17. I don't think we get the shutout, but I think our defense is going to play a pretty good game. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how the Redskins score 17 points. I'm just going with my gut. Yeah, I, I'm always hesitant to predict blowouts. But I hope if the Titans have the right mindset entering this game, this game should be a blowout. Because the it Titans, should be. It should be a blowout. I, it's good, decent weather, 51 degrees, partly cloudy. Give me the Titans 31-13. I think they blow them out. And I'm very hesitant. I say that, and they're going to end up coming out and losing. But right. no, we I, have to be I mean, authentic I, on here, and I'm going to say 31-13. That's what I think right, is going to happen. Well, here's my question to you. Does Derrick Henry 
by herself get to a thousand yards? Oh yeah, this yeah. game. So one hundred and eight yards. Yeah, I'll buy that because they they seem intent on feeding him. If they can, if they continue that, then yeah. I, if they give him twenty plus carries, I think he'll have a thousand yards by the end of this game. Because I guess this is just ask Noah questions time. Okay, I'm ready. Lafleur. No. Have you changed your mind? Absolutely on not. Do you want him back next season? No. Whatever. He's not going to go anywhere, but whatever. No. I can design play calls where you give it to a guy to run. He's not running the ball like that. I'm just asking. No. I'm just asking here. Okay. It's I'm a trying fair to question. give the listeners what they want to it's hear. It's a fair question, but no. I, the floor gets no The 99-yard run, I said that last week, I think, was a quarterback sneak and Marcus Mariota audible. He gets no credit. No credit to Matt LaFleur. Get out of here. No. Sorry. I don't like Matt LaFleur still. <laughs> Not even a little. I do appreciate the fact that he's not straying away from the running game. Yeah, I appreciate that too. He's been a he's been better lately, but I'm not sold on him. I'm right. not like, yeah, Matt Lafleur. No, I hear you. You know, I'm, I hear you. I, I'm I, I'm sitting here hoping that he's overcoming these uh, his shortcomings. Yeah, his you know, I'm, I'm hoping he's finding his groove as a play caller. We'll see until they come out and lay an egg this weekend, and everybody will be back, back on the man, fire him bandwagon. Yeah. yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll see, Noah. Okay. You know who needs to sit down, Chase? God. Penny Hardaway. Exactly. What, who does this dude think he is? Just walking in here, acting like he runs Tennessee basketball. Let me tell you something, Penny, Mr. Hardaway. I know you were in the NBA. I know you are a good player. Injuries cost you a career. But you were coaching high school freaking basketball, okay? And then you, you, you get this gig at Memphis and think you can just – Run Act thing. like that? Like you run the whole state? Sit down. Memphis sucks. Is it really even a part of the state? No, they're Mississippi. <laughs> Tennessee no, ends they're at the They're on Tennessee the corner, River. but come on. Ten- you're not. Tennessee ends at the Tennessee River. That's as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so we're not in Tennessee either. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we don't cross the Tennessee River yet. I was thinking if you're. Never wow. Mind. Never wow. mind. I was thinking of Geography way- time with Chase. Yeah. No, Tennessee. You know. I forgot it, you know, it, hooks. It, it and, hooks. Yeah, it's a horseshoe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you good? So apparently I don't know my rivers. Um, College graduate. <laughs> Tennessee Tech education, everybody. There you Thank go. You, yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. There it is. All right. So Tennessee plays Memphis and Penny Hardaway. We're going to come out and punch him in the mouth. And <laughs> they're going to not know what hit him. And Chris Paul wants tickets to see my team play. Yeah, you got beat 102 to 92 because you're not good. You're fine. You're not the number three team in the country. Penny, so sit down. Right. Penny, come on, man. Wait till you get your own recruits in there. All right? Like, I don't know what you're trying to prove. I don't know if you're trying to make your team have your back or what, but you look foolish. Yep. Talking about our bench coming over there and, and trying to start something. Come on, man. Yep. Our bench? Yeah. Have you seen those guys, man? <laughs> yeah. They're not – come on. Just – He's up here talking. He's a sore loser. He made a fool out of himself before the game. And if they had won, then he could have walked around with his chest out. But they didn't win. And it wasn't close. I know it was a 10-point game, but it wasn't a close game. Tennessee was in control of that game throughout. They had to make a big run at the end to even make it a 10-point game. So sit down. I continue to say that. He just needs to know your role and shut your mouth. Okay, You're you're doing okay at, at Memphis, but you're making a fool out of yourself right now. And you're not going to win any recruits doing that. Oh, definitely not. And the handshake he had with Rick Barnes where he barely shakes his hand, show some class. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have that attitude and then you're going to start losing. And that attitude is going to wear real thin on that fan base. And those boosters aren't going to like that attitude either. 
So how about you know your place, know that it's your first year coaching, understand that Tennessee is a national championship contender, and shut up. Keep your mouth shut. Stop talking about the referees when your team's flopping around like catfish when you actually catch them, all right? Sitting around flopping everywhere on the floor asking for fouls. No. Memphis fans on Twitter talking about the referees. Your kids look like they could act in Hamilton tomorrow on Broadway, okay? Because they're just acting everywhere. Know your place. You're not the best team in Tennessee. I know you lied to yourself for a few months saying that you were. You're absolutely not. There's a reason you're not ranked. So... Right, and Tennessee's ranked third? Tennessee's ranked third in the country with one loss, and Memphis is 5-5. Five and five. And I would love for Tennessee to have Memphis' schedule. So, sit down, shut up. They played South Dakota State, UAB, ooh, Texas Tech, real big showdown for Memphis there. Okay. Just, oh, Tennessee Tech, yep. You're on my monitor. <laughs> they, they beat Tennessee Tech by 15. Yeah. Tennessee plays Tennessee Tech on the 29th. They're going to beat them by 50. If not more. If not more. Right. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Penny Hardaway, sit down, man. Sit down. Sit down. They lost by 9 to LSU. They barely beat Yale. They lost to Oklahoma State by 20. They barely beat Kinesis. And they lost to Charleston. What? And you're talking about how you're the best team in Tennessee. And you're going to come out and hit Tennessee in the mouth. And Chris Paul wants tickets. To see your team? No, Chris Paul wants tickets to see Admiral Schofield, who played on his AAU team. That's what Chris Paul wanted, Penny. But you keep you keep running your yeah. mouth, trying I mean, to impress recruits. Right. Like you're something special. Nah, man. I'm Ad- having none of it. None of it. Admiral, this, this, this Vols basketball team, God. Admiral Schofield's the They're truth. They're so good. I don't understand why people aren't talking about Admiral Schofield being a lottery pick in the draft. Right. Or if they are, I've missed it. Keep in, my, keep in mind he me. declared for the draft last season. Come back. He looks, to come back, and that's the best decision he's made. Yes, he looks like an NBA player right now. He's yeah. a monster. He's he's a he's he's built like a truck too. He really is on that basketball court. He man. pops he's, off the screen, and he showed that he ha- he's shown that he has that killer instinct. Absolutely, he's not scared to put up that go ahead three five seconds left in the game. No. He's not scared to have, with the ball in his hands. No, that's what he wants. Yep. And then Grant Williams having Grant Williams down there on the glass helps out a lot too. The SEC Player of the Year. And Admiral Schofield is going to give him a run for his money. They could have the top two vote getters. And also, just a just little tangent. Auburn, you're not the best team in the SEC. Shut up. All right, I'm sick of seeing all your fans on all the Tennessee posts. Every time ESPN makes a post about Tennessee, Auburn talks about how they're – yeah, you're ranked ninth. Tennessee's ranked third. You haven't beaten anybody. Sit down and shut up. Thanks. LSU's not a quality win. I know you're lying to yourself like it is. It's not. All right, be quiet. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Tennessee basketball has got me fired up this morning, Chase. Hey, man, we're a basketball state. Basketball school. Also, Vanderbilt, you're going to learn your place later this season. <laughs> you're going to get reminded. Yep. All I those know, precious five stars I, you got aren't going to do anything. No. <laughs> no. You got to deliver. Y'all ain't delivering at all. You know who is, though? Who's that? Admiral Schofield. Yes. Indeed. Woo! All right. We good? I'm... I, I'm good. I can, talk, I can talk about Schofield all day. I could too. But let's move on to the um, ice. From the hardwood to the ice. From the hardwood to the frozen floor. The frozen floor. Can't say tundra, you know. It's ice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the Predators will lose last night no, in overtime no. against Ottawa. Roman Yossi scores late to put in in overtime. They take a point. Uh... They so I talked last week. I said they gotta win. They gotta start winning. 
And what do they do? They rattle off three in a row at home, which they had to do. Right. They are now no longer first in the NHL. They are tied for second. They're also tied for first in the Central and the Western Conference with Winnipeg, but Winnipeg has a game in hand. So pretty much we're just waiting for Victor Arvidsson and Philip Forsberg and P.K. Subban. And Victor Arvidsson and P.K. Subban skated with the team yesterday in Ottawa. That's a good sign. That is a very good sign. It means they're on the road trip. It's a four-game road trip, and they're on it. They play again tonight, Tuesday. If you're listening to this later in the week, you already know what happens. But, hey, you should listen to us on Tuesday when the episode comes out. Every Tuesday at noon? It's the hottest show on your podcast station. I was going to say radio, but I guess maybe. Hottest show on iTunes. Anyway. <laughs> they, the Predators <laughs> play Chicago. Chicago's a dumpster fire. They should beat Chicago tonight, hopefully. They Surely. need to. Surely. If they don't, it's because it's back-to-back, and UC Saros starts the net, and he, he had a really good game on Saturday night, but he's been a little shaky. Uh, and it's just a winning game. You just got you got to get your players to come back, and you just got to keep treading water and try not to fall too right. far behind so that you can come back on them when. But this team's resilient. Without a doubt. Like you said, they went in there and won three straight with all these injuries. That's what that's what you've got to do. You just got to keep you just got to keep pushing yep. until you're fully healthy. And it's funny because we talk about the the first line of the Preds is missing both its wingers. It's usually Forsberg, Johansson, Arvidsson. Right now it's Hartman, Johansson, Fiala, and people have been complaining about that. And then I thought about it and I was like, that is a first line that features a first round pick, one of the best centers in the league, and a twenty goal scorer from a year ago. That's the first line on ninety percent of the teams in the NHL, and. Preds fans are so spoiled that we're complaining about that. Right. Because really he has two 30-goal scores on it usually. Right. But when they come back, things will be better. It won't be as big of a struggle. It makes sense. I mean, you get spoiled with Arvidsson and Forsberg. Yep. Like. Yep. And, and it's arguably the three best players are on IR right now with Subban, Forsberg, and Arvidsson. So it's just a waiting game until they come back. It blows my mind even thinking back whenever we first got Subban, everybody's complaining about Shea Weber. Oh, Shea Weber is uh, such an upgrade for Subban over Weber. Such an upgrade. Okay. Moving on. Why don't we talk about something else? God, dude, I've been waiting all day. I've been I've been needing to do it for two weeks. You talk about something else? Just talk about something else. Oh, my gosh. All right. Woo. Cleveland is playing meaningful football in December, Chase. I love it, man. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not a Browns fan by I'm any means. I'm not either. But, like. But seeing this story, how they go from just can't win a game can't, and just stinking it up every year to this, it's like, come on. They're like America's darling. You know I, what I, I mean? I love it. And I, I love the fact that Colin Cowherd's an idiot because he talks all that about Baker Mayfield and what's Baker Mayfield doing besides lighting it up. But that's not really what we want to talk about. Cleveland is 6-7-1. and one. And they With a can, chance to make the playoffs. If the Steelers lose their next two games against the Saints and then the Bengals, which is a little harder one, the second one, and the Ravens lose to the Chargers. And then they play the Browns. And the Browns. The Browns win the AFC North. I would very much like to see that happen. That'd be wildly entertaining for me. But the question is, Greg Williams, the interim coach, to me, I'm calling him in and getting rid of that interim tag tomorrow and signing him to an extension because he has won as many games in six games as Hugh Jackson did in two and a half seasons. He's won more. No. Four. They both won four. Oh, well, congrats, Hugh Jackson. Yeah, he won four games in two and a half years. What a joke that is. Greg Williams is four and two. Um, And so, number one, should they hire him? Chase. Should they? Yes. 
Yeah, they should. I mean, yeah. You want so- think about it. Okay. Greg Williams hasn't been a hot commodity. He hasn't been. Right. But neither have the Browns. Yep. At all. Like it it it, it their stories are so similar. Yep. Except, you know, but you're going to take the, the Browns didn't have the whole bounty gate. If you don't hire him full time, you're going to take a big big risk because if the next guy comes in and sucks it up again, you look like an idiot because another Williams. team's going to hire Greg. Oh, he's getting hired somewhere now. Yeah. That's bang. Because you're the only the only negative on Greg Williams, the biggest negative, I'm going to say only. But the biggest is the whole bounty scandal. Yep. And that's Years in the past. To me, I don't really care. I think it's cool. I, I I love violent football, so to me, the bounty thing didn't bother me at all. Right. Head on them. I don't care. Let's go hit somebody. All right, but whenever <laughs> you're whenever you're sitting out there trying to aim like to hurt somebody and that could possibly ruin their career, it's not cool. Oh, little baby boy don't like football. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I love football. I'm just saying it's a violent sport. Saying, hit somebody in the mouth. That's the most negative thing. That's the most. That's the biggest risk you're taking with Greg Williams, and yet nobody's even talking about it. So why is why, what's what, why is there hesitancy? Why would there be hesitancy to hire this man? Yeah. Do you think you're going to go get Bruce Arians? Cool. He's a good. He'd be a good head coach for you. Uh, Mike McCarthy. Uh, the only two. So to me, it's either hire Greg Williams or back the Brinks truck up to Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma and get Baker Mayfield as coach back. Um, if they do anything else, unless it's just a home run hire, to me, I'll be and like, uh, I don't know about that. I understand all this love for Lincoln Riley, and I think he'd be really good with Baker. But at the same time, what if he's a flop in the NFL? Oh, true. Not every college coach comes over and No, without a doubt. But that's just the only up. one that makes sense for me, given the where they are as a team right now. No, I understand it. I understand it. And I, I think that'd be you know, a huge gift for Cleveland. I also think you don't want to mess with that defense right now. And you get rid of Greg Williams, you're messing with that defense. Right. And that defense no, is Greg, good. No, Greg Williams deserves this job. Yeah. My biggest concern is who's going to be making this hire? Is it going to be Dorsey or is it going to be Jimmy Haslam? Yeah. If, Jim, if, Jim, if it's Jimmy Haslam, then they're going to make the wrong hire. No doubt. Shiano. <laughs> I do not trust Jimmy Haslam, period. I don't either. And I, I feel bad for Cleveland fans that he's their owner. Yeah. Like, I really do. It's It's ridiculous. This guy... Doesn't know football whatsoever. Yep. Whatsoever. He needs to let, which he's been doing a good job letting John Dorsey do his thing. Yep. Keep letting him do his thing. Yep. Let him make the hire. Let John Dorsey make the hire. And with that, Titans going to win this weekend, we both think. Uh, Memphis, know your role and shut your mouth. Preds are going to get it back together soon, hopefully. Follow us on Twitter, at TN Talk Pod. Like us on Facebook, Tennessee Talk. Subscribe. Give us five stars on iTunes. If you don't, shame on you. You're listening to on INO yep. through 106.9 Kicks Country and Stonecom Radio. We love you. I'm Chase Hope. That's my guy, Noah McKay. I just had to steal it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I had to steal it. See ya.